Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Um, it sounds like I'm like dispatching from some sort of war zone, though, because uh, there'll be lots of like crazy sounds in the background, but I'm just great. I'm calling <laughs> in from Delhi and all is well in 41 degree heat. I think that's like 105 degrees Fahrenheit for anybody who's listening wow. where they still use Fahrenheit in the world. Yeah. It's spicy. That is hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Well, that's fitting for our podcast because that's what we deliver on our podcast. <laughs> is hot, hot, hot. Let's hope so. <laughs> Don't set that expectation right at the start. Because <laughs> what if it ain't hot? I know, right? What if it's just a tepid? Like, what if we're just like tepid? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's oh, see yeah. how it goes. <laughs> Better to underpromise and overdeliver. Yeah. And overdeliver. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying that all my life. well you are certainly looking well on your exotic travels I have to say it suits you well oh well thank you I don't have any clothes on (laughs) 41 degrees so (laughs) I guess uh not having many clothes on does suit me I like that yeah and I do feel much more relaxed the relaxation Mm. is really suiting me yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. We've had um, great weather over Easter weekend and everybody I've spoken to has just said, oh my God, doesn't it make such a difference? <sighs> like I know we're obsessed with the weather, but like this is why, because when the sun comes out, just life feels easier, yeah. food feels easier, just general day-to-day living feels fresher. <sighs> it's just, yeah, it gives you a bit of a spring in your step. Oh, you got it. Oh, right on. So mm. how have you been? Yeah, good, good. Um, had a nice um break over Easter weekend. Didn't really do a lot. Did that thing like you know at Christmas where you lose track of the days. Um, it felt really long. It was only like a four day break, but it felt really long. And I was kind of like, right, what day is it today? Oh, I've still got another day. Yay! <laughs> so so yeah, it was nice. So I must have relaxed if I kind of wasn't quite sure what day of the week it was. Absolutely. Like yeah. if you're if you're losing track of days, it's either deep relaxation or something else. Mm that's awesome right on okay so uh have you come over the easter break with some insights from the relationship desk of love i most certainly do (laughs) of course (laughs) one of these days i'm gonna go no i couldn't be bothered (laughs) (laughs) but not today not today um so actually this morning so i'm quite sad in the morning i like to have kind of a bit of flick on my phone to see like what's going on in the world and identify and just have a bit of a browse see what's happening um so I was doing that this morning having my nice um morning cuppa and um just having a little scroll and I came across a story by Julia Roberts so she was on the late show and um she was it was coming up to her 20th wedding anniversary she'd been married for 20 years showed a lovely picture of her and her husband looking deeply in love and she was asked so what is the secret to a happy marriage like for 20 years what's the secret so she said kissing oh my gosh say more 
So there's some science behind this apparently. So when you kiss, it creates this more intimate, deep, secure connection. So you feel like you're more connected to your partner. And we all want that feeling of security and intimate connection and that kind of depth to that um, to the relationship to feel like we're connected on another level. So it helps to bring that. But it also releases all of those happy hormones as well. So the serotonin, oxytocin, all of those little kind of happy hormones go a bit mental when you have a little kiss. It fires up those uh, those connections. And um, so it's bringing you great happiness as well. Um, so there's some science behind it. Oh, interesting. I actually, funny enough, I'm just starting to identify with that. That's actually really topical. I did notice that mm. some, you know, so she like, there's nothing that's, better about breaking up a fight if you just sort of like put the swords down for a bit and just kiss each other yeah that really helps yeah. oh mm, and yeah. coming from julia roberts who's got a great set of smackers so mm. who better than yeah. julia roberts to tell us what's what in the i mean she always looks like such a happy person as well doesn't she she's the type of person that you look at and you think oh, i'd love to be best mates with her <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd love to just hang out i reckon she'd be so cool and just like happy and infectious and you'd come away feeling like you'd had your glass topped up um I just so yeah I kind of let's go with it oh nice that's awesome oh that's totally reviving mm. so more more kissing more kissing everyone that's what we need just do it yeah even if you fuck her up, <laughs> fuck her up. <laughs> even if you're not feeling it just again like we always say like get naked and lay in bed together and see what happens like just kiss see each other happens. and see what happens there you go exactly awesome, exactly. awesome. right on <laughs> i like it cool so yeah maybe it is a hot start after all see we're getting hot <laughs> yeah, yeah sarah all right don't doubt <laughs> i'm with it <laughs> trust the process <laughs> uh, i am indeed <laughs> so in our normal process shall we skip to a hot topic yeah, I think we are some good stuff. So let's go. Yeah. So today's hot topic is feel it, name it, say it. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> what I love could this. we be talking about? What could we be talking about? <laughs> da, 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 da. The suspense. Yeah. Totally. Um, so right this up. is in reference to feelings and emotions. Ah, oh, yes. And as human beings, we're not always great at understanding the emotions and the feelings that we have and therefore recognizing when a reaction, an adverse reaction is happening mm. off the back of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a really good, if we can really focus on this kind of feel it, name it, say it and get into this practice. And it takes a little bit of work, right? Because we're not always programmed to understand the feelings that we have or the emotions that come up for us um there are some great tools there's a really good um the feeling and emotion wheel is really really good um and let me remind myself in this to put a link into the um show notes because i've got a document i can share because that is a really really useful tool now how it works is in the center you have some emotions and I think there are about six and there's there's some big massive debate about how many emotions exist because emotions aren't necessarily just one pure emotion you can have kind of multiple Mm. things going on at the same time that can be triggered by different things so there's been loads of studies but I'd worry less about the number and whether that's right or or not it's a basis it's a start of a of starting to kind of understand what's going on and then on the outside of that you have um 
primary feelings and then you have secondary feelings mm. and as you move out towards the edge of the circle the sensation or the impact um lessens so the the emotions in the middle are where you're going to get the kind of most heightened reaction that kind of strongest feeling that comes up as part of that and then it kind of dissipates as you move out so that can be a really really useful tool to start to um, move on to kind of the second part of the um, the thing that we're discussing which is starting to name them so we have what will happen is you'll have a something will happen um, generally it's an external thing that goes on or it might be a thought that pops in your head and it creates this this reaction this emotion that comes up and then you'll have a feeling off the back of that and often we don't understand that so then we have a reaction that we don't even know why we're doing it mm. so it might be that we snap at somebody so we make a really or we make a really kind of curt comment to somebody um, and we don't understand why we're doing that and sometimes we'll catch ourselves doing that and we'll go oh god what was that all about sometimes we don't even catch ourselves <laughs> which is when kind of you know that self-awareness is like at its lowest lowest possible point because we're not even aware that we're in this state and and often it's because of all of that kind of chemical reaction that's going on inside your brain it's triggered something and it causes that to kind of flood your body and your in your brain and we're kind of for a brief moment we don't really feel like we're in control um so the whole premise behind um feel it name it say it is to start to get more control and to start to be able to respond to things rather than react to them yeah totally and how about the person like a lot of people will describe anger they get they get really angry all of a sudden super angry that is also yeah. interesting i like it when people are yeah. like i was really angry and it's like no mm. well yes but then there's there's stuff underneath that anger it's not just anger so often yeah. yeah often the underlying thing with anger is fear so um you've you've terrified me and my reaction comes out as anger so we're, either we're terrified by something that's happened in the moment or we're terrified because we're thinking about something that might happen in the future but that loss of control that kind of movement out of your comfort zone is just something that you feel kind of okay with into feeling like you're being propelled into something that you don't is what sparks that anger reaction. Kurt, that, I, I think that and hurt. I think hurt is the other yeah. trigger of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and both are like hurt and fear are two things that we feel very vulnerable to admit that we're feeling. So yeah. Yeah. maybe when we were little, we've just been taught to cover our emotions and to not express yeah. them. Emotions are bad unless they're happy emotions. Those yeah. are the only emotions we're yeah. allowed to have. Yeah, and it's so not true. So we're setting ourselves up for total failure if we carry on with that line of thinking that the only emotions we can have are kind of happy, joyful, um, you know, where I'm kind of bringing myself in a joyous uh, mood or, um, you know, we're told, well, you can't have an off day. Well, it's not really true, is it? Because you're going to have them anyway, um, whether you accept it or not. And if you're in this kind of pressure cooker of, well, I can't be upset or I can't feel like I'm moody or um, I can't feel sad about something then already I'm starting from that baseline of failure because that emotion is going to come regardless I'm going to feel those things regardless so if I'm telling myself I can't have them all that's going to do is to try and put a lid on it and then eventually the you know the pot overflows and then we get these really really strong reactions mm -hmm. because we feel like we're being contained 
And mm. we can't be contained, really. It's not human to... So the, the whole thing around, like, feel it, name it, say it, is to say, I'm feeling a bit anxious or I'm feeling really angry or I feel really fearful. So we go through that process of... I've, something's happening and I know this doesn't feel like a normal state or a state that you know I'm kind of comfortable with so something's happening I feel a bit weird like what is it and so we start to go through that process and we can use tools like the um, feeling and emotion wheel to help us to identify some of those things we can use journaling we can um, we can try and maybe use some rating scales so on a scale of kind of one to ten where where am I like how comfortable do I feel right now so there are different mechanisms but we start to go through that process and the more the brain analyzes and processes it the more the brain gets used to oh I, I recognize that I felt that before and nothing terrible happened so it has like a dual um, purpose by starting to go through that processing and then if we say it out loud or we write it in a book or I don't know, we speak it into our phone, like anything that helps to verbalize it, it then starts to cement, oh yeah, this is what's going on. And the brain starts to feel more comfortable with that and mm. goes, oh yeah, I get it. Cause I recognize that name. I've heard that before. And then the best part when it comes to relationships, especially is we verbalize that to somebody else. So we tell somebody else what's happening and why it's happening and then we're all understanding of the situation and we can be a bit more compassionate and kind and to ourselves and other people we can receive that kindness as well ah because otherwise if it doesn't come out in words then like a toddler will come out in bad behaviors such as yeah. um, slamming the crockery like we've talked about slamming the yeah. doors yeah slamming passive aggressiveness door, yeah. silence yeah or just general anger yeah. and picking a fight about something else all yeah. of which I have done and continue to do. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Stomping up the stairs like a two-year-old. Oh, yeah. Have you done that? Thinking... <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> We're just talking about like a sample of what's gone on in the past like week and a half <laughs> in our lives. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm. It's funny. Yeah, like mm. so what I usually come up with was like, you know, the New York subway, right? So the soul mm. safety thing about like detecting bomb attacks on the subway system is if you see something, say something, right? Yes. So yep. it's the same yep. thing with emotion. Like if you see something, say something. Yeah. And when yep. you see something and, and yeah, the feelings wheel is great because the one thing I would add to that is like, if you look on the feelings wheel and you're like, Oh, I'm feeling grief right now, or I'm feeling sadness. Mm. Or if I'm feeling anger, particularly anger, just look around for what the emotions underneath that feeling and ask yourself, yeah. keep asking yourself, what am I feeling? I'm feeling this. Yeah. Okay, what are you yeah. feeling? Keep diving. Because you'd be curious to yeah. see. Is there anything else there? Because often it. we don't have just distinct one-off, like, oh, today I'm feeling angry or today I'm feeling anxious. Well, the, generally, there's a range of things that are going on. And you, so you can use the feeling wheel by looking at the feelings and identifying all of those and then tracing it back to the emotion. Yeah. Or you can use it the other way around. Let's look at the emotion and then let's trace it out to some of those feelings that might come yeah. on. And it really just helps to. They did some studies with the um, Harvard University. 
they did this create this great program that they use in schools which is mm-hmm. all around that self-regulation and that's essentially what we're talking about now is how do I self-regulate and and self-regulation is how do I bring myself down when I'm in that heightened state how do I kind of redress the balance um so they did some uh, great work with with primary schools and with teachers and kids to really help them to understand the emotions and they started to roll out in schools in America um, and it had a really really profound effect oh that's amazing it's nice to mm. think that the kids of today are learning this stuff because we didn't yeah 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 but it's a great uh, you're never too old though to start this like that's the thing I would say is we um so so many of the problems that we have in relationships are because we don't discuss things or we try and um we try and take the burden or we're not open enough or we we're worried about feeling vulnerable so and because of that because of this containment we then end up with with a lot of challenges and it manifests itself in behaviors that aren't that aren't conducive to a healthy relationship so we see this and it comes out in a lot of work that I do with clients around their their own kind of feelings and how can they um express them and often it's because we, we couldn't express them as a child for whatever reason so there's a root cause that there so there's a bit of recognition that actually I'm not the same person and I have mm-hmm. moved on I've grown up and I'm not in the same environment I haven't got the the same challenges and probably some of what I was thinking is a story anyway so it wasn't even it didn't even exist then um, and yeah. therefore it absolutely doesn't exist now <laughs> so we can go through that that process but I think by being able to examine and identify more of what's going on for us and then sharing that with each other we can start to address each other's needs a lot better we can address our own needs a lot better and we understand the landscape in in that we're in and we understand why some things might be happening which mm. and then we start to learn from that we start to build it it's a bit like um it takes real practice and and this is why I'm saying you're never too old to learn though is because you can start you you choose whenever you want to start it's start today start tomorrow but just pick a time that says actually I'm going to be really intentional and focus on this it's like saying sorry um you know we're not always great at saying sorry but the more we practice it the easier it becomes to just say yeah do you know what I fess up I'm sorry that I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have said that I acted like a jerk um I'm sorry I'm going to try and learn from that and it's the same thing when we look at regulation of emotions and understanding them the more that we can put some of these things in practice the better we will become because the brain the brain wants to learn how to keep you safe and, and secure um and it and it'll do that by by regularly repeating um healthy patterns of behavior mm. uh, oh that's good stuff it's good stuff and it's nice to like never too late and you get better with practice yeah that's great yeah they're the key things I think often we think oh something sounds really hard or I've, I've been like this forever like how could I change but we've all got I mean the brain is so plastic isn't it we've all got that capacity to be able to change yeah. it's just whether we choose to or not Ooh. <laughs> mm. so it's your gift right it's in your court <laughs> the decision is yours oh man <laughs> I thought the decision was somebody else's <laughs> I well, keep waiting for other people be. to change it might be if they give you an ultimatum so yeah, right <laughs> so true so true <laughs> there's a really new uh, weird program on netflix and i and i mean i like some weird shit and <laughs> even this is too hard for my head to comprehend um it's called ultimate marry or ultimatum or something like that 
Oh. Basically, they get these people in a um, in this experiment. It's always an experiment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, and they have given their partner an ultimatum, but then they get the opportunity to then date somebody else who's also in the experiment for three weeks. So they're basically trying out another relationship to see if they like it any better. And then oh. they have to come back and say whether they want to get married to the original person or not. Can't quite get married, oh my it, I have God. to say. Yeah. Oh, so I, I think jealousy would be coming up on that uh, oh, emotion wheel. With loads. They were literally in, they were on a rooftop and they were all kind of having these conversations with other people while their previous partner or current partner, I don't know, what the get up is is there as well so could you imagine your man on a kind of date a pseudo date with somebody literally two seats away from you and they're all laughing and having fun you'd be like what oh my god oh i wouldn't be able to concentrate i'd be like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) that is so hard yeah don't sign me up for that I'm a bit of a masochist, but that would just be a bit too much. Oh, it's too much for me, like, and I love stuff like that, but it's, I think it's gone (laughs) a step too far in my books. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, the new pickle picks of the world. Nice. Oh, right on. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, we are getting spicy, so I don't know what you were talking about. We got some spice today. Yeah. Can I say it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so shall we have a question let's do it today's question i thought our relationship was sweet as and then i find out at a dinner party this is not the case there are all these criticisms that are coming out about things that i'm doing wtf <laughs> exclamation mark <laughs> This person obviously came from Gen Z because as I'm, uh, my husband was even telling me like, there's like new stuff that people respond with and text and stuff that is just mm. like just shortening the English language and truncating it. And, oh, you know, yes. if you can say something in one word as opposed to three, Gen Z is doing yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. WTF. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we've all been in this scenario. We've been, I think, the givers and the takers mm. when... Yeah. All of our grievances start piling out embarrassingly in public. Mm, yeah. I've been the recipient and the disher. How about you? Yeah, it's um it's a really there's an interesting mix in this question, isn't that? Because you can imagine the scenario I can imagine the scenario. You're sat there and a bit like we've just been saying there, you're having a conversation with somebody else and mm-hmm. all of a sudden your ears prick up because you're hearing your other half kind of having a go. Um <laughs> you know telling somebody else all the things that you're doing wrong like oh I mean you can just imagine that's like devastating right and totally caught off guard this whole thing like you know I thought my relationship was sweet as like clearly they're in the happy zone and their partner's not but then Uh this is this whole thing about not talking about stuff so we bottle things up because we don't you can bet your bottom dollar they didn't want to hurt the other person so they don't tell them yeah (laughs) instead they tell somebody else which just has an even worse impact or effect oh gosh so usually there's two things going on two main classes of things either Mm. this person has been told time and again about something or a group of things that are really problematic for Mm. their partner and they just haven't heard them they're like i haven't listened i hear your mouth is moving but i just don't hear what you're saying so like caught by surprise could be like you've been told this 50 billion times you just didn't listen Mm. or yeah 
or the person or your partner is a bottler and has been yeah. bottling up and hasn't been telling you and has been like, hey, everything's fine. Yeah. God, this is so me. But anyways, everything is fine yeah. until one day it's not. And then everything, yeah. oh man, Sarah, confession time. Well, I'm totally the disheartless case. <laughs> <laughs> it's that classic thing though as well, isn't it? Like you get a bit carried away, you have a few drinks. Oh, like alcohol. The conversation starts evolving. And then before you know it, you're kind of... Yeah, saying things that maybe you shouldn't be saying. Well, you definitely shouldn't be saying. Yeah. You haven't had the conversation. Yeah, you <laughs> got like it. Like I say, it might be actually. Maybe they have heard this before. Yeah. Maybe this is the the wake up call that they need that says, yeah. oh, actually, I've kind of almost heard it with a different pair of ears. I've yeah. heard it with somebody else's because I've been party to the discussion externally, which has actually made me take notice. Yeah. Ooh, right, mm. right. Now, generally in this situation, we shift to kind of blame or um, kind of lashing out. Like, oh. rather than addressing the problem, we'll go into kind of defense mode mm. and um, and we, we won't even actually listen. You know, the fundamental thing here is there's something that we're not happy about in the relationship. And yes, it hasn't come out in the right way, but can we move beyond that and forgive the person and explain so, you know, if we use that feel it, name it, say it, you know, really regulate in that moment and say, okay, I'm feeling really hurt. I'm feeling really upset. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling betrayed. Like whatever the words are. And I'm feeling that way because I feel like you haven't discussed it with me and it's come out in front of everybody. That really undermines me. It makes me feel quite small. It's also making me worried about the future because I'm thinking this relationship is not what I thought it was so we can use that um that tool that skill to start the conversation off and then move to kind of all right what's the solution what's the repair how do we remedy this right 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 yeah you got it oh yeah mm. okay so I okay I think we're, we're on the same page because what I'm hearing is this is super hard for the person writing in but as coaches we're like look we're coaching you we're not coaching your partner so yeah. if you are to shift the locus of control and responsibility to you. Mm. What are we going to be? What, you know, I think maybe a kind of an interesting question is like, what curious, if you, if you could be a fly on the wall or a, 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 a removed friend, a, 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 a dispassionate observer to the situation, what mm. curious questions might you want to ask right now? Yeah. You've seen this play out at a dinner party. You're just an observer. Maybe you're watching a reality TV show. You're watching this. Yeah. So what curious questions are coming up for you right now? Yeah. Are you asking me that question? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good question. No, but I could. No, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great... <laughs> We're like all confused. But I think the key thing yeah. is to manage your own emotions in this situation because there's that yeah. real tendency to kind of slip to the that kind of victim mode like, and then to demonstrate how what the other person has done is wrong. So we almost want to overemphasize that because... It makes us feel like we're right, we're justified, but we, actually all we're doing in that situation is avoiding the underlying situation that we're in. Yeah, totally. It's just that thing, isn't it, where you want to hurt somebody that's hurt you with that retaliation. Huh? And it's so hard not to slip into that, right? Like, yeah. because we're taught quite young that you fight back for yourself, you stand up for yourself. Yeah. And, this, and we're not saying don't stand up for yourself, but we're saying doing it with some respect and dignity. Well, we're saying don't go to win. 
Yeah. Don't be in it to win it. The thing is, mm. um, that, and that's probably why most of these things get shut down. Is and it's even in discourse like the discourse about race that we're having is that if if somebody protests or speaks their mind about what they're actually feeling mm. at an at a deemed inappropriate time or in a deemed inappropriate mm. tone, we will attack the timing or the tone, yeah. but we don't actually, and we will demonize somebody because it was the wrong timing or it was said too harshly, yeah. but then we completely miss what they were trying to say. Yeah. We're not dealing with the underlying issue. Yeah. And, and you know, when somebody has been putting up with something for what they feel is far too long, it likely is mm. not going to come out in a controlled fashion. It's usually a Mount no. Vesuvius. I can speak to that like I was today years old when I was like, mm. you know, bouncing off the wall with reactivity. So like, it, <laughs> you know, so yeah, so like as, as a partner, like you can kind of hold space to say, okay, the wet, the how was totally hurtful, but let's dig under and figure out the why. Yeah. 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 So how do, so let's say this person who's writing in, they're like, I thought we were great, but it turns out we're not. Okay. So they start mm. to say, okay, well, let's try to diffuse the anger and the defensiveness and see what I can learn from this scenario. Yeah. And perhaps they might ask a question like, okay, so tell me, you know, assume that I've heard this 50,000 times before and I've never heard, but assume that mm. right now my ears are open. Can I ask you to yeah. tell me, and obviously in a private place where we have some you know, yeah. go out for a drink together or something like that, just sit across the not table. Not at the dinner party with referees. No, <laughs> not at the dinner party. Yeah, yeah. Or bring this to your coach or therapist, right? Like this is a beautiful thing to, yeah. to bring to your coach or therapist. Yeah. yeah. So like, and you know, yeah. the hard thing is to, to hear, hear them out. And I think you've spoken about this a lot of times that when your partner starts to talk about what's going on for them, and again, I almost never yeah. do this, but you know, if you weren't me and you were somebody else, um, like just give them a list <laughs> Let them speak for a minute without interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> try. Try. And if you succeed, write in and tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you've talked many it's, times it's, about like, right? It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We tough. shut it people is. down. Yeah. When we don't like hearing what people say, we want to shut them down, get mm. defensive and yeah. and make them back down off their argument. Yeah. Well, we want everyone to see the world through our lens and see our opinion and our view of how things are. And that's not, we know that that's not how life is because we've all got our own version of reality and we're just trying to live together in that um, and trying to see things from each other's point of view. Oh my God, Sarah, that we're is so just profound. Like a swarm of, <laughs> yeah. We're just kind of like a little swarm of, of realities that are in these little bubbles yeah. and we're all just bouncing around together and sometimes those yeah. bubbles kind of clash and burst and... Um, and we don't get on and and other times we're kind of quite happily just bumping into each other and you know still existing in our own little bubble of reality yeah Oof, yeah totally nothing's real <laughs> oh my gosh sarah this just became a different podcast wait i got some like gin on the table i think i think we've slipped into the night hour on this one <laughs> nothing is real oh. <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> It is true, but it's a really weird concept. Oh, my God. For more on this, join us at midnight, all time zones streaming for the Sarah and Anna existential. (laughs) Existentialism 2022. Yeah. Oh, so anything um, else kind of coming to mind in terms of advice or things to think about for this person here as they tread off in the journey of finally listening to their partner? 
It's about being really clear about what's important to you. And I think we often lose sight of that when we want to be right. And if this true person is truly, truly important to you, why would you not want to listen to them? Why would you not want to find out how to make that relationship work and how to make your partner happy? Um, not that we can truly take that responsibility, but we want to be able to, how you know, how can we find the position where we feel totally secure in this relationship? We're there for each other and, um, you, you know, we're living a, a happy existence together. That's the ultimate aim. That's, you know, we get into relationships because of that. We want to feel connected intimately, um, intellectually, um, socially. We want that connection. Um, so that, that if that's the aim and that's what I want out of this relationship, how do I pop all of the other stuff aside, listen and learn and then take action? Nice. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> nice. I have a, a ways to go on my own on that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what? We're all there though. We're all we're all in it. We're all kind of bumbling along, um, doing the best we can. Um, but sometimes it's just really important to take some time out and a step back and just think actually kind of, you know, where are we at? Am I listening enough? Am I um, you know, meeting the needs of my partner? Do we do other things that maybe they feel aren't quite there maybe you know a lot of the time um I was listening to something the other day about how really we should all be you know we should all be looking at kind of a relationship coach or a therapist in the in the good times so that we're mm-hmm. in that safe place to be able to ask some of the questions and we should do these regular deep dives on the relationship now some people will go that's too much it's not for me and that's okay too um but the point is you want to kind of future proof and secure your relationship so that when the shit hits a fan you're in a good space um and we're not when we're not doing that exploration when we're in a kind of a happy place or we're asking some of those questions about like you know maybe what what are three things you change about the relationship what are three things you change about how we are together as a couple or we're just exploring some of those things you know what are the what are the things that get on your nerves right like I asked my partner that the other day and he said he didn't have anything and I was kind of like well, it's got to be something oh, yeah and then about <laughs> three hours later he went well actually <laughs> so you might not always <laughs> and he didn't have a long list I have to say but he obviously thought <laughs> because about you're it. perfect um, <laughs> but there's always things right now whether they're material or not is a different question um but because there are always going to be things where we're human we're not you know we're not little clones of each other where we are connecting with people who are exactly the same as us and therefore we've got an amazing relationship. Um, although I do find that more with friends. Have you noticed how like <laughs> your friends are just totally like you and therefore you have a great time. But uh, then you're not with your friends 24-7 the same way you are true. with like a partner if you're living together or whatever. So yeah. Just have the conversation, ask some questions, um, but explore some of this when you're in a good space because often we think, oh, yeah. let's let sleeping dogs lie because we don't want to um, upset the apple cart. We don't want to kind of create an issue that isn't there. And it's not really like that. It's just about understanding, exploring, learning more about each other. But do it in the good times, not when you're having to wait until you're at crisis point. Yeah, you got it. And listen, honestly, if you start a relationship being like, uh, so let's have therapists and coaches like on standby, like, or like go with them regularly, yeah. even when you're starting off. Yeah, because like, and I can tell you from personal experience, like, usually we meet clients in crisis. They are at the end of the rope. The marriage yeah, is almost yeah. over. And it, you know, and I, we try to work quickly with our clients, right? We work as quickly as they want to work. And we really, we don't yeah. delay, but it does take time to take the 
to get the infrastructure of a coaching yeah. engagement in place because there's a lot of communication. If there's never been communication, you're almost at the end of your rope with your relationship. Yeah. To actually get it takes a number of sessions to even get out of the yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just because yeah. of that ramp up time, I my recommendation mm-hmm. would be start the good times. It it because it yeah it doesn't come up. It doesn't. You don't see the the payout of therapy and coaching right off the bat. It does take a little bit of work. Yeah. Best to do that in the sun, in the sunshine as opposed mm. to in a blizzard, which yeah. it's snowing in Toronto apparently as we speak. <laughs> it's April. It's the third week of April. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So That's some spicy stuff. Yeah. 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 So are you, um, I like totally lost track of where you are and if you're ever going, are you ever going back to Toronto? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Should just keep eastward. So yeah, so I've been to Montreal, Athens. Oh my God, Athens is awesome. Um, Delhi. And now I'm going back to Toronto. Well, sorry, no, no, I'm going to Vancouver. I'm going to Vancouver. So where okay. I'm from, I'm going to see some of my folks and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, popping back to Toronto, and then my life starts afresh. Uh, all coaching, yeah. no clinical practice, and yeah, it's the wide open road from this point on. Sounds exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, get back on my paddleboard. You'll be hearing more paddleboard yeah. stories. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my friend about paddleboarding because she promised to take me out. Then to him, I can go this afternoon if you want. I was like, mm, let's wait until the sea gets a little bit warmer. <laughs> oh gosh, no! I mean, I'm assuming you're going to be going out in in wetsuits, if not dry suits, right? Because mm. the sea would be like I don't know, not jump paddle. Cold as shit. I don't know. People swim in the sea all year round in Jersey. They're crazy. Like, I don't. They're crazy. People do. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Not one of those. I am a super suck. I have to, like, I have all the equipment. I want to be toasty warm. Even if I'm paddling in January, I want to be toasty warm. Mm. So, like, get me the dry suit. Oh, yeah. And the woolens. (laughs) Sarah, don't let them, like, make you do crazy things, really. No, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, like, I've totally learned boundaries. And I would say no. Right? Honestly, best skill ever. We have graduated (laughs) from the school of boundary setting. (laughs) I have, I have. And it's weird to think I didn't even know what a boundary was um, until a few years ago. And now I'm like, hell yeah, I know my boundaries. You can learn anything. (laughs) Great, great. Right, you can learn anything at any time. Start any time and you can pick it up. A little bit of practice and you'll be there. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Sarah, this was a spicy masala podcast recording i'm all over it <laughs> yeah so um yeah so you're going to be where when we record next week oh you'll be, I'm going to be back in toronto you know, okay yeah all right cool. yeah just trying to keep track i'm mostly jealous of all your traveling yeah <laughs> you're so sweet you're like i just want you to be safe and i also want to be a bit jealous i'm like those two things work for me you go for a girl <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh, Right, well then, till next time. Till next time, lady. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, 
How on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.